Welcome to Debt Free Degree, the podcast that can help you help your teen attend college with less debt and more success. Denise's two homeschooled kids attended college on $199,000 in scholarships for four years debt free with cash left over. We're starting a movement to help all parents figure this out so you and your teen can rest easy and look forward to living the life of your dreams. Now here's your host, Denise Thomas. Welcome everybody. Today we have Coach Rihanna Milne. She was selected as one of the top coaches to follow in 2022 by Health Insider Magazine and is also featured in Forbes Magazine. She's a certified global life, love, trauma, recovery, and mindset coach, advanced certified clinical trauma and addictions professional, a number one best-selling author, host of her podcast called Lessons in Life and Love. She's an educational speaker and a licensed mental health counselor for over 23 years, and she's living in Palm Beach County, Florida. Welcome, Rihanna. Thanks for having me, Denise. How is everybody today? Uh, it's beautiful right now in Florida, and we hope it stays that way. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. We just got over a nasty cold spell, so hopefully this has turned the corner for us now. We can only hope. Rihanna, not everyone comes into life wanting to be a trauma life and coach for couples. How did you come into this particular arena? Well, a couple of things. I did want to be a counselor. At the age of 16, I bought, I'd lost my very dear childhood friend by a drunk driver. And I had asked my mom if I could go to a counselor to help process the grief. And she said, no, no one in this family will ever go to a counselor. And in my defiance, I said, then I will grow up and become one. So I did. And unfortunately, my Penn State girlfriend, um, my roommate of three years, she was murdered by her boyfriend, who I knew was toxic and abusive. I was one year ahead of my roommate and graduated. But, but before I left, I was able to get her away from him. But she was very uh, um, love addicted and codependent and ended up going back to him. And she ended up murdered, unfortunately. So it was those two life experiences that uh, formed my need to want to heal my own emotional trauma and loss and needed to find the answers on how to do that. And then as I got older, I went through two love traumas. I did not stay in those relationships long. I decided to leave. After what happened to Corinne, I was not going to stick around. But, you know, I, I started questioning why is there so many traumatic relationships? What is it that we're doing to attract toxic partners into our life? And working in the schools, um, which I don't often put on my bio, and I should, I worked in every grade level, kindergarten through college as what we call a SAC counselor, student assistance counselor in Southern New Jersey. And then I worked as a school psychologist up at Hackensack, Northern New Jersey. So I worked with the kids coming out of traumatic homes. And I did a lot of things within my office, which was called Miss Rihanna's Relaxation Room to help calm the trauma excitement level or cortisol level. Because when cortisol is up, research shows memory and learning and retention of information is down. The body is also overly anxious and, and um, hyperactive. So a lot of kids are misdiagnosed ADHD, and they're really coming from traumatic homes. So I was doing all kinds of really neat things that were 
kind of like a little woo woo out of the box different. Like I was meditating with my kids in the office in 2004 and I was using music therapy to calm down, you know, the anxiety levels. And the teacher would say, they're coming back like in the Zen state. Why are they so calm? You know, so I was working to calm the brain and the body down. And what had happened is their grades went up, their friendships went up and they learned to process their feelings as well. And I was laid off with 11 other SAC counselors in my school district of Vineland. They kept one for the entire district once they lost their funding. And both my principal and my students were in tears. They're like, well, who are we going to come talk to? You know, so it's really sad. The SAC should be the first to be hired in every school district, especially with what's going on with kids acting out and being so angry in schools today. So that's what's kind of led me into the work, you know, um, and I work with both singles and couples straight and LGBTQ ages 16 to 76. And I do it all globally now, all through uh, the internet. Makes it easy to reach people around the world. I love it. And tell us a little bit more about how having our families expose the trauma and be able to deal with it. How does that help them move forward and with their life and, and the other things that they want to do in life and be successful. Well, a lot of people turn to counseling, which is the older fashion model, right? I love coaching because it's educational. I teach real skills to my people. We have a workbook that's from my research from, and we work as a team. So what they fill out in the workbook and I get back, I read, and then I know exactly what they need in their skills to uh, calm the trauma bonds, learn a new way of communication and move forward. When I work with a couple, there's three entities, partner A, partner B, and the relationship, and sometimes four, the kids. You know, So every time I have a couple come in or a single parent, I always ask, how are your kids doing? And usually they are either acting out. There's two types of kids, the extroverts or the introverts, and the extroverts will act out um, you know, angry, yelling back, risky sex, running away, staying out, breaking rules. That's the extroverts. The introverts are the ones that develop eating disorders, do cutting, um, you know, are isolating in their rooms only on their internet or looking for love in all the wrong places on the internet. Um, so if you see signs of any of these in your kids, you've got to get help. Don't think it's a phase. Don't think it's normal. Don't think it's going to just go away. One of the other jobs that's not on my bio is I worked in a mental health unit in a hospital for kids ages five through 19. So I had all the critical kids, the suicidal kids, the runaways, the self-cutters, mutilators, and they all were coming from traumatic homes. So a lot of parents think, well, it's better to stay, you know, have the kids in a marital home than divorce and have them in a single parent home. No, the research shows differently. It's better to have a happy one single parent home than parents fighting and all this conflict and trauma going on in the home all the time. So, um, you know, that's what I work with. I work with a lot of women coming out of relationships and men soon to be single, knowing that they have been emotionally battered or beat down or in this traumatic situation and that their kids are angry and have been impacted too. So I'm always treating the whole family if I get a client that works with me one-on-one -on -one or as a couple. And also couples should know if one partner refuses to come, the other one should come. 
ideally I have two people in a committed relationship, but I can always change a relationship when one person changes, everything changes. If nobody comes, nothing changes, right? So it is ideal to have both. But I have a gentleman who was a realtor out of Utah. His wife refused to come. She goes, nope, I'm going to couples counseling. He goes, I tried it for a year and it was beat up Bob Day. You know, so I'm not being sexist because I have men come to, I have husbands come when the wife won't, I have wives come when the husband won't. So the important thing is one of you take action, know that you need help, heal yourself, become your best self. And one or two things are going to happen. One, you're ready to move on because you're feeling fabulous about yourself. You got your confidence, your self-esteem back and you're saying, I'm no longer taking this toxic, abusive situation. Or two, you have the skills and the dynamic to change your partner. And that's what happened with Bob. And his marriage is like 150%. He's happy. You know, he was ready and willing and able to walk out the door. We were able to double his salary in the six months he worked with me. He was an incredible, could have been single man in his young 40s. He could have had anyone he wanted if he walked out that door. And she finally woke up at the last minute and said, wow, you're going to leave me? You know, for six months, he, he was changing and she refused to see it, you know, so that's what I'm saying. Get help for yourselves, get help for your kids. Don't ignore the problems. It just won't go away on their own. That's right. Now, we just have come out of or are coming out of what I call the COVID years. How have you seen in your practice that time frame how has that affected families and teenagers and because just in my own field I'm seeing a lot of changes in kids that really need someone like you so what have you seen what was always hard for kids in transition from high school to college you know even before COVID but during COVID colleges were closing down Uh, businesses were laying off or closing and they're like, well, where do I go to earn an income? What, what is I, what do I do? What's my next move? Um, So it's a very scary, uncertain time. And I have had parents put their kids with me from high school to college. So they have a support system when they go off to college. And that has worked great for a lot of highly anxious kids or kids that aren't sure about college. And we really nailed down what is it they're going to do. And How do you get a job and what's your resume look like and what they need to do to excel beyond college? You know, what type of um, college community things should they get involved with so they have a strong resume upon leaving school? Because in our baby boomer society, it's like you go to college, you get a job. Well, not anymore. And I can tell you, my two daughters are extremely successful. My one daughter that never stepped foot in college is a multimillionaire. And the other one only had two years of college and became a supervisor for JetBlue at age 24. So how did they do that? Well, it's what I call the mindset for success. So all my people coming to me for personal transformation, learn this mindset. And if kids have that, they don't necessarily need the four-year college. It's not for everyone. Some kids are good with just two years specializing in one thing, you know, and then once they get that, they can always move on to another. You know, so it's really depends on the personality of the child, not to force them into that traditional situation that may not fit them at all. You know, so it's really good for them to have a coach that can work with them one on one. And kids love coaching, like personal life coaching is kind of like a status thing. 
they don't usually like going into a therapist's office and sitting in a waiting room because they say, oh, everyone's looking at me, you know, so they love working through the internet in the comfort of their own room and, you know, can just work one-on-one -on -one with someone that really gets to the heat of the issues and gives them all these skills and strategies. I'm thinking of my one girl, Amy, um, and she's given me permission to share her story on my testimonials. Um, she was 17 and her mom actually called me because she was going through a love relationship and wanted to see if this was the right guy. And I said, Linda, everything I'm hearing, he sounds fantastic for you. She goes, well, my daughter hates him. She doesn't like him. I said, well, there's something probably deeper here. And she was adopted. And so she had some abandonment issues and codependency issues. And the father ended up having an affair outside of the, the family and met, went away to that woman. So she felt double abandonment. Now, the only thing she could count on mom was in a relationship that looked like it was going towards marriage. So it was a much deeper mental health issue of abandonment from her childhood trauma. And childhood trauma is never our fault, but it does go through three generations and it does cause a loss of havoc. So emotionally, because she was high anxiety, she couldn't even think about her future. She was stuck in survival mode. So when I could work with her, the first thing I did was get her out of a fast food restaurant where she's dating the 30-year-old dishwasher. And I said, if that ends up in a pregnancy, we're all in trouble. Let's get her out of there. Let me focus job skills. And I ended up getting her um, a job through her interview talent and her skills that she learned in a design store. And by the time she was done with me, we had picked her um, college path of architectural design. She was accepted into a, a high level university and she was a manager at the home design store. So she already has these credits. She's in the college, her self-esteem skyrocketed. She knows not to date toxic people. She's focused on herself, her own success. And then, you know, her bond with her mom got better and we even patched up the relationship with her father. So everything in her life settled down so that she can finally focus on herself and her level of success. And her, her uh, testimonials right on my homepage at riannamilne.com if parents are interested. But indeed, if your child is struggling, this is the time to really, you know, get them help and not just let them flounder. Because she was a smart girl, but getting C's and D's in local community college because she didn't know, I don't know what I'm going to do with my future. She had no idea. So yeah. there was no purpose there, right? It's just, why do I have to take these stupid courses? I think that's the worst part is when a kid doesn't know what they want to do. Uh, and they just, people, have, I've actually heard people say this more than once. Oh, well, that's what college is for. To quote, <laughs> figure it out. And I'm like, um, it's no. Wasting a lot of time and money and, money. and giving a ton of frustration and, and this failure of I can't do it in the kids. Yeah. They have to feel they can succeed, right? Absolutely. So there's got really to be a win. Important. There's got to be a win. Yeah, in there. Right. exactly. Yeah. So and what, when I mentioned about the, the COVID years or what have you, I've seen a lot more anxiety coming from yes, a lot teenagers. of anxiety, feeling uh, lost, not sure yes, where to go. A lot of that. So what um, would you say? You mentioned, you know, there are some things parents can do. What are some things that some techniques parents can use to help maybe instill some confidence and success in their kids to get some of those wins? Uh, again, really nailing down what resonates best for them in their future. Where, where are their talents? Where is their interests? 
And if they can't figure that out, that's what a coach is for. Um, I dive deep. It wasn't right away that we came up with architectural design by flipping houses. But as the world aligns and she's working in the home design store, a TV crew from one of the flipping the houses shows walks in and she had the confidence to ask, can I come to be on the set? Can I help out? I, I'm a college student. I would love to have this on my resume. And they allowed her to come. So it's like the world just aligns. So really just notice what's going on with your kids. If you see any anxiety, depression, or they're acting out, there's a reason. Kids don't want to be angry, but emotionally and intellectually, they don't have the, the cognitive uh, power to really work these through themselves, right? That doesn't come to about age 24 and a woman, age 26 and a man. So they're kind of in these like lost in transition years. So it's really important that you reach out and, and get yourself a great coach for your daughter or son. Um, the other thing is if you as a marital couple is struggling, which I saw a lot of during COVID because people were stuck at home or they lost their jobs. So there was a lot of anxiety about income, working together, being pent up in the house, you know, get help for yourselves as a relationship and then learn how to speak to your kids using this mindset for success system which I teach all my parents, like I said. Um, the other thing is get them support if they go off to college. Um, and uh, yeah, there was a lot of arguing too around the presidential election, people breaking up over that. Like, let people have their own opinions. There's no reason to force control on, do you get vaxxed, do you not get vaxxed? Um, do you vote for this president or that president? Everybody owns their own body. They have, should have a choice. Everyone has a power to vote. That's why we vote in private. It's supposed to be secret. So nobody coerces somebody else, right? And when you have good self-esteem, then you shouldn't have this need to control the other, the other partner, you know, whatever the situation is. So it's really about recognizing what's going on and getting yourself some help. I love it. Now, we talked a little bit off camera, but I want you to explain Let's talk a little bit about family relationships, parent relationships, partner relationships, and how that affects our teenagers. Oh, yeah. I mean, what parents do, what they do, we call modeling. So if they handle their issues by yelling and screaming, by the time the child's a teen, they're going to yell back because that was normalized in their family. As a therapist, when I used to have an office, they would drop their kid off and say, fix my kid. I said to the it's like you can wait in my waiting room and I bring the parent in what's going on when you you are in a discussion or a heated uh, issue oh he screams at me all the time I said then why are you surprised when your kid is screaming at you this is what was modeled as this is normal in our family and this is a big thing with relationships these childhood trauma norms which we call them or behavioral patterns or habits get carried into the adult relationship for example, passive aggressiveness. If a woman's chasing the guy and saying, let's talk about this, and he just shuts down, refuses to talk for hours or days, well, then he learned probably as a kid, if I speak up, I'm going to be whacked by my father. I better shut up and not say anything or I'll be punished. And that was how he learned to handle conflict. So we have to break these behavioral norms and patterns that do not serve us in the primary relationship and start modeling to our kids how to talk through an issue, how to negotiate through things. It's funny, even in my elementary school, I was teaching the art of negotiation to kids. 
I was teaching them to, you know, share what they needed to share and listen to the other one and pick two ideas that could help solve the problem. These are skills that should be taught in the home and at school. And that's why bullying in my school went down to zero. It was even televised. My program was called Stand Up for Friendship. But again, we don't learn these skills. We don't learn the communication skills to have sustainable, long-lasting, happy relationships. Uh, that's part of the issue. So you'll have to really start modeling. And remember the uh, discipline. It's actually a word from the Bible. It means to teach. So discipline is not hitting your kid or screaming at them or, you know, grounding them for three months. That's all just ridiculous. Discipline is to teach a better way. That's our job as a parent to teach our kids to be independent on their own by the time they're out of high school. That's our job. So teach them what to do. Again, the emotional maturity level is until age 26. So why would somebody say you should know better when they're 14? No, they shouldn't know better. You have to teach them and teach them life skills. So what I did with my daughters, if they made a mistake, which is what we call it, and I said, we all make mistakes. The important thing is, how do you fix it? Well, I can apologize to the kid. Um, I can, you know, apologize to the teacher and ask for a retest or, you know, whatever the, have them come up with three solutions to the issue and praise them like, yes, that's a great idea. What do you think you might, you know, write into the letter? What do you think you might include? Would you like me to look at it before you hand it to the teacher or to your friend? You know, so they're learning to work through these things. And that's the skills that we have to teach them. Both of my girls were out supporting themselves on their own, one in California. She started waitressing at um, a, a big restaurant on the harbor of Santa Barbara and ended up being a manager within three months. Then my other daughter was modeling, singing, acting, dancing, the, the multimillionaire today. And she was in her career in New York, independent, both of them supporting themselves. I'm like, do you need anything? Nope, mom, we're good. 19 years old. Teach them skills they can use. I said, you can always waitress somewhere. You can always bartend somewhere, no matter what happens in life. And I put them through those, you know, bartending school. And they have used that, you know, but my one daughter used it to get a management uh, position at Universal Studio, a bar, nightclub, restaurant. So, you know, what are you teaching your kids? And what messages are you giving to them? I remember Alexi, when she was five years old, she saw the Save the Children commercial in Africa at five. And she says, Mom, I want to go help those kids in Africa one day. And I said, babe, that's such a great goal. I'm so proud of you. That would be a beautiful, amazing thing to do. I know you'll figure out how to do that. And as a singing artist, she traveled the world, ends up in Africa, saw all these kids like begging at the tour bus. And she remembers this childhood dream. And she goes, I don't know how I'm going to do it. And I said, but you'll figure it out. And her best friend had a father that was like a public official in Trinidad, they end up approaching the United Nations. And today they have 21 working water wells in Africa. So they started that project at age 20. So the messages that you believe in them means everything. You tell a kid they're bad, guess what they're going to be bad? Because that's what you expect of them. So you say, I love you. I'm proud of you. You made a mistake. Let's figure this out. And I was doing an interview with Alexi one day for a, one of my podcasts. And she goes, mom, I don't remember you yelling at me. Not once, like not one time. Can I recall? And I said, no, because years back when I was pregnant, I read a book from the Better Baby Institute 
um, which is out of Philadelphia, where I'm from. And this is where I learned positive parenting techniques. And from there, that's where I took it into the schools and take it with my families. And, um, you know, a lot of the mindset for success was discussed way back then. And my kids are 39 and 40 now. So, you know, now they're raising my six grandkids and I'm seeing through the generation, the lessons, and that's okay, you made a mistake. How can we fix that? You know, teaching their young kids to do these things. So trauma or positivity goes through the generations. It's just important that you learn what to do. I love it. And you couldn't have said it better when you mentioned, you know, what are you teaching your kids? This is something that I think a lot of parents of kids of all ages have not really been cognizant of. And I see it everywhere. I see parents yelling at their kids or something to that nature. It can be out in public for whatever it is. And my question is, what kind of adult are you raising? Well, the problem is is we weren't taught to be consciously aware. This is part of the mindset for success skills. Most people work totally unconsciously. The subconscious rules them. Fear-based negative thinking, eight out of 10 people have more fear-based negative thoughts than positive thoughts. We turn that all around. Most teens have negative thoughts. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. They're thinking this all the time. So that's part of my job to switch that whole mindset around that I can do this. I can get into college. I can get a better job. I don't have to work at a fast food place because I don't think I'm good enough. I don't have any experience. Well, let's get you experience. I had one girl, Wawa is a big store up in Pennsylvania, New Jersey. It's like gas station with a food market. And she was working in the store part just as a sales girl. And there was a management position opening up. And she goes, oh, I'm only a high school graduate. I would love to have that job. I said, let's win you that job. Well, how can I do that? I said, I'm going to teach you exactly how to do that. And she had like college graduates, master's degree people that she was applying against. And when we got her job kit together and her attitude changed and her mindset was, I do deserve that. And in her testimonial letter, she goes, I always remembers Brianna's voice saying, why not me? You know, because she was always on time. She was very courteous to that. And we worked on everything that was great that she thought was not a big deal. You see, so it is all mindset and mindset makes you successful in life, love. And this is my class coming up uh, Saturday and next Tuesday about planning your best year yet using the mindset for success to excel in life, love, health, business or purpose and abundance. You know, if you have that lack mindset, which are also messages, you know, I have 10 childhood traumas that I talk about, but one of them is the family messaging. Verbal is number two. And what are the norms, which is number nine within your family? So like I remember growing up, it was in Pennsylvania in the winters, it was cold. And my mom said, well, you don't need the heat on at night. It go, You know, you have blankets. And I was freezing. I had hats on, gloves on, socks on. So she goes, we can't afford the heating bills. And I'm like, why? We live in this big house. I just couldn't equate that. I kept thinking we're poor. We're poor. We don't have the money. So, you know, these messages of not having enough can be broken where you start learning as me as a coach, when I went global, like I had to feel comfortable with investing $85,000 in a one-year coach. And someone said, you could buy two cars with that. And I said, I don't need two cars. 
I need a career I'm passionate about. I have a message I got to take to the world and I need to how to do that. And I don't have those skills. So I need to invest in someone that can teach me what I need, right? So that's the mindset of I'm going to keep growing because you only have this one life to live. So that's why I'm so impassioned about this because I did have childhood trauma, just like 100% of us did. 2021, that research came out. 100% of us have some of the top 10 traumas that I talk about. Wow. So, you know, we get down to what are theirs and how are they keeping them stuck in life or holding them back from really excelling and being their best selves. I love it. Now, you have a free ebook for us and it's titled How to Have the Love You Deserve. Tell us a little bit about that and how we can get it. Yeah, sure. Well, it goes deeper into how childhood trauma impacts you in all relationships, parent-child relationships, sibling relationship, friendships, and with your primary partner. So that is on my website, rihannamilne.com, just how my name is spelled. And um, you also, while you're on there, you can get the first 60 pages of Live Beyond Your Dreams, which is about the mindset for success and love beyond your dreams, break free of toxic relationships to have the love you deserve. So the first 60 pages of each book. And then I have the four free love tests on there. So go help yourself to that. There's one called um, the red flags warnings. If you're in a relationship and you're not sure how toxic it is, it'll give you 36 check marks to see. And if you're single, are you really ready to date for a relationship? And then the childhood trauma checklist is on there as well. So help yourself to all those resources. And my podcast is called Lessons in Life and Love with Coach Rihanna Milne. And it's on every podcast form and on my YouTube page with like 250 audios and videos easily that are free for you guys to listen to. There's a lot on parent-child. There's a lot for adolescents to uh, help your kids to excel in life because I'm so passionate about helping kids because like I said, I didn't mean my kids to be experiments, but if you teach them mindset when they're young, they excel their entire life. They like, they have this gut factor that's unbelievable. And I just watch them, whatever they try, they get, whatever they try, yeah. they get. And if there's a problem, we don't call it failure. We call it feedback. You know, it's all it. you look at things in life, right? So giving them that mindset for success, even starting out with the live book, live beyond your dreams from fear and doubt to personal power, purpose, and success. I wrote that while I was in the elementary school and all my third, fourth, fifth graders wanted to read it. So I wrote it in very simple language. And it was funny, it was in the library at, in Vineland and we started with 11 books. She goes, they don't come back. The kids come up, they sign them out. They're not bringing them back. And I, I said, oh, I'm really sorry to hear that. She goes, oh, no, that means that's a great book. They are reading it and they are following the rules. So it's, it's really great to you know, reach a, a person as young as we can with mindset work. And if you never got it, like most of us adults did not, start today. You learn it and then teach your kids this. I love it because you can start. Now, it doesn't matter where you are. doesn't matter how old or young your kids are. You can start this at any point in time and really change the trajectory, not only of your own life, but of your kids, your grandkids, because this does have that trickle down effect, right? Absolutely. And my oldest son was 76. So oh my God. Not, you know. <laughs> this no one is too old. No one is too old. Yeah. So let me ask you this then, Rihanna, when someone opts in for one of these wonderful tools that you have on your website, will they get information on how to sign up for your webinar for your training that's coming up? 
Yeah, the one coming up this weekend and Tuesday, January 24th, um, and the Saturdays the 21st, is planning your best life now. So it goes into all five areas where most people make New Year's resolutions, but the research shows people stop trying around February. And then they just stay stuck and nothing ever changes. So this is the whole philosophy of how to make these goals really work for you. And they get a, a free 38-page planning book that I have written to go along with this webinar when they attend live. So it's uh, this Saturday, 1 o'clock, and Tuesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Uh, please come. I really want to motivate you to have the best year yet of your life, 2023, despite what's going on in this crazy world. We can create our own world, our own mindset to excel in wherever we are. And that is, you know, what we do here in our family. Uh, we call it creating the life you desire and having the love you deserve. And the free ebook, Have the Love You Deserve, is also on my website homepage just at the top. It says free ebook. Help yourself to that. So I give all kinds of gifts and there'll be all kinds of gifts in this um, webinar class as well, which is also free on Zoom. So anyone can attend. I love it. Rihanna, thank you so much for being with us today. You've shared so much wisdom with us. Thanks, Denise. Thanks for having me. Always love being with you. Well, parents, if you do not have a coach to help you through the high school to college process, let's get on a call at getaheadoftheclass.com and let's get you started cracking the code to free college. Until next time. Thanks for listening to the show. Please rate and review the podcast, download and share with friends. You can go to DebtFreeDegreePodcast.com for more info and free downloads. Once again, that's DebtFreeDegreePodcast.com. See you next time.